Welcome to Strategy for Creatives, business minus the bullshit. Whether you're new in business or find yourself in a season of change, get ready to build a strategy, create an action plan, and crush those goals. I'm Sasha, host of Strategy for Creatives, and I help female-led businesses grow their brands in authentic, measurable, and meaningful ways without the stress. There's no sugar coating here. I'm serving up real tips and actionable steps you can take to help get you organized, get off the path to burnout, and grow your brand like a boss. So go ahead, pull up a chair, grab a notepad, and let's talk business. Welcome to another episode of Strategy for Creatives Business Minus the Bullshit. I, of course, am your host, Sasha, and we are going to jump right into it today. Today, I'm talking all about how to price your worth in your business. I have worked with so many creatives, and this is especially prevalent, unfortunately, among business women who do not know how to price themselves correctly. And there are so many reasons why we need to be pricing ourselves the way that we're worth. If we are discounting what we are worth, we are doing ourselves a disservice and we're not running a business. The whole point of running a business is for profit. And I know that triggers a lot of people sometimes. We start businesses for a variety of reasons, right? We start businesses because we want to make a difference, because we have a passion, because we love what we do. But ultimately, unless you are starting a nonprofit, business is to make money. And so you need to be pricing yourself accordingly in order to make money. And I know that it can be a challenge to figure out what you should be pricing yourself at, how you know what the right price should be. But in order to maintain and get new clients to have steady businesses, we aren't looking at the full picture of determining our pricing structures. I see far, far too many creatives, especially in Facebook groups that I'm in. I can't stand it, y'all. I be in these Facebook groups and it is so annoying to see people polling about what their prices should be. It really doesn't matter what other people say that they will pay for your product or your service. That is only a small piece of what goes into pricing. It's not the full picture. Yes, you want to do market research. You want to have an idea of what your prices and services are worth to other people. But that's only a small part of how you determine what your pricing should be. You don't want to undercut the market that you're in by not charging enough. And low prices are a surefire way to give you too much work and lead you straight to burnout. So let's talk about how you actually calculate what your pricing should be and how to make sure that you're pricing your worth. First up, you want to calculate your actual cost. Pricing for products, I used to do this when I sold products, is pretty straightforward. In most settings, it's the cost of your products times two. That's what equals your retail cost. But pricing for services is a completely different animal and it can be a challenge to figure out how you price yourself when you're offering a service as opposed to a product. Service-based businesses, you can break down your costs into pretty much two distinct categories. You have direct costs and you have indirect costs. Direct costs include anything like materials, labor, manufacturing supplies. You might not have a lot of those as a service provider, but those are what's considered direct costs. Indirect costs are things like rent, utilities, equipment, insurance, marketing, advertising, how much you're paying for your email service provider, how much you're paying for your website hosting. Those are going to be indirect costs. Adding those things together are going to give you what your total costs are. 
you need to have a good idea of what your actual costs are in order to figure out how much you need to be charging. A lot of times I see so many people who actually have no idea how much their costs are. They don't sit down. They don't reconcile their books every month. They don't really do a good job of keeping track of their finances. And so they really don't know how much their costs are on any given basis. And it can be hard to figure out, especially as a service provider, when you don't feel like you have a lot of costs. If you only have an email service and you only have a website hosting service, you might think, oh, it's not that much every month. I'm really not paying a lot. I don't have a lot of costs. But you probably are actually spending more than you realize. If you're a graphic designer, for example, you probably have a whole host of software that you have to pay for yearly or monthly in order to actually run your business. Maybe you have training that you have to do every week or every month or once a year. Those go into your actual costs. So you want to figure out what your actual costs are before you even dive into what your value and what you should be charging. Next up, you want to research the actual market that you're in. Like I said, it is good to survey the market and figure out what potential clients are willing to pay, but that's not the best way and it's not the only way to figure out what your market pricing should be. The better way is to actually look at your competitors. What are your competitors charging for similar services? You want to make sure that you're looking at competitors who have the same type of education, the same type of training, are at the same level as you. For most services, there is a vast difference in prices. Of course, you're going to have people who are on the lower end of the market and you're going to have people who are on the high end of the market. But you really want to figure out which competitors line up most with what you offer. Maybe they have the same type of style. Maybe they are going after the same type of clients. They have the same skill level as you. And so you want to have a good idea of what your competitors are charging because that's going to give you somewhat of a baseline in order to figure out what you should be charging. You shouldn't base your whole charge or your whole pricing on what your competitors are charging because, again, it's not the number one factor. But you do want to keep an eye on what they're charging because that can help define what sets you apart in order to help show value in what you bring to your clients. And it can help differentiate you as far as pricing goes with your clientele. So you just want to have an idea of what competitors are charging. The real big one is that you want to know your target audience. And this means getting real in-depth about who you're serving because this is going to help you narrow down your pricing structure. If you have a high ticket item, but maybe no one's biting, you can't get sales on it, you know that it's worth it for your audience. Maybe you've misidentified who that target audience is. You should be looking at needs, wants, incomes, family status, occupations. I want you to create in your head a very clear picture of what your target audience looks like. Think of a person. Put a picture of a person in your head that you are trying to reach. What do they look like? What do they do for fun? What is their job? How much do they make? What do they do outside of work? Who do they hang out with? Are they married? Do they have kids? You know, what are their interests? By getting super specific into what I would call like your your fan-based target audience, this is a person who no matter what you do is going to purchase from you. When you start to visualize that person, it's going to help you get a clear idea of who you should be reaching out to and who your target audience is. 
once you figure out your target audience, it's going to help you determine how valuable your services are to your audience and how best to connect with your audience. A lot of the times pricing, no matter what the price point, isn't so much dependent on whether or not someone's willing to pay that price. A lot of selling that goes into especially services, service-based businesses has to do with making sure that you're conveying the value of your service so you can have a high ticket item and it may be a stretch for some people in your target target audience to afford that and that's perfectly okay but are you communicating how valuable your services are to your audience that is what converts people to sales and to converts high tickets if you're con- if you're communicating the value that your service offers are you saving them time are you saving them energy are you taking a problem that they have and solving it for them by converting your your pricing into dollars it's going to or into value for your clients or your potential clients it's going to help you and help them see your worth and be more willing to actually pay the prices that you're asking for now one of the things that i see people discount all the time when it comes to how they identify their pricing is they're not pricing their time We think that when we have service-based businesses that, oh, it takes me 10 minutes to pop out a logo design, so I shouldn't charge that much. I feel bad if I charge that much. You know, that's not the case because one, you have a lot of education, you have a lot of skill set that makes it so that you can pop out something real quick in 10 minutes. Like, don't discount that. It's important that you have that background and that knowledge that helps you achieve those things so quickly. Your time matters and it comes at a cost so I want you to think about how much time it takes you to provide your service this also goes into product-based businesses as well a lot of product-based business owners also discount their time because they think okay it's just the cost of the product itself but that shouldn't be the only cost how much did it cost you to design the product how much did it cost you to package the product to ship the product all of your time matters so when you're thinking about your timing and how long it takes you to do something I want you to think about everything including your things like prep time customer service time outreach marketing and then actual client time All of that time matters. It's not just what's client facing. It's what all goes into a business. How long does it take you to write emails? How long does it take you to write those social media posts and Instagram posts or do a reel? Those cost money and that should be accounted into your business. So the longer you spend on any given project, of course, the more you should earn. Don't forget to take into account how long you've been in the industry. Of course, As in most industries, the more experience you have, the more you can charge. If you've been doing graphic design for 10 plus years, you deserve to get paid more. You are not a beginner designer anymore. If you are a coach and you've been coaching people for 15, 20 years now, you are not a beginner coach. Your time matters. So price your time accordingly. Lastly, you want to make sure that you're figuring out your profit margin. This is where a lot of people get it messed up. They really don't know what a healthy profit margin looks like and how they should be determining their actual costs. In case you need a refresher, profit margin, it's a simple equation. It equals your revenue minus your cost of goods sold. Or in the case of service providers, it's your direct and indirect costs. So profit margins, of course, They're the key to making a profit in your business. And like I mentioned earlier, profit is the main reason why we're in business. You don't have to have a large profit. It doesn't have to be huge. 
but you should be making some sort of money for what you're offering and what you're doing. Profit margins vary widely by industry, but they can typically be around 10%. It's pretty average. I don't want you to just base a number and just add 10% though. I want you to consider your costs, consider the market, your perceived value all the time that you're invested and come up with a reasonable profit margin that works for you. When I was doing products, I actually had a 25% profit margin and I did it like that on purpose. On purpose. Products in general can be relatively inexpensive. You can buy mugs for like $2.50 if you buy them in bulk, like $2.50. But you can sell a mug for $20 because that takes into account the amount of time that you're spending on the mug, how much it costs to design the mug, how much it costs to ship the mug, shipping itself, which isn't cheap. So you want to put all of those things, all of those considerations into play when it comes to pricing. If you're still trying to figure out how you should be pricing, I want you to go to the website, www.buy-sasha.com. I do have a free pricing for services checklist on there. It's going to make sure that you're accounting for all of the important factors when it comes up when it comes to setting up your pricing structure. But more importantly, the action item that I want you to take away from this week's episode isn't so much what you should be charging. I do want you to go through all these steps that I already talked about and figure out if your pricing is what it should be. But more importantly, I really want you to take an internal look into yourself. Pricing our worth has more to do with how we value ourselves as business owners and entrepreneurs. A lot of the time we discount the skills that we have, the knowledge that we have, and the things that we bring to our business and whether or not they actually have value. We don't tend to see that because we have something that comes easily to us that other people are willing to pay for that. I've seen way too many women who say, oh, well, this doesn't take me a lot of time. So how can I charge so much for it? Or it's easy for me. So why would people be willing to pay for something? Especially when it comes to handmade goods or things that are specially crafted or personalized, things like that deserve to be paid for what they are worth, for the time and effort and all of the skill that you have to create things. It has value. It has inherent value in that you have thought of something in your head and you've been able to visualize and now you are able to create that for someone else. We often discount the things that we know that come easily. We don't value our time and it shows up so many times in how we price our products and services. The biggest disservice that we're doing is in any industry when we are undercutting the market because as creatives in general, it is hard to get paid what we are worth because most people, it's hard to see value in what we do as creatives and service providers and product-based businesses. Some people don't see the value in that and it can be a challenge to get people to realize why they need to be paying what they should be paying. But when you are charging, for example, if you are selling Um, If you're a photographer and you are charging $100 a session and you are giving every picture under the sun, all of their downloads, they get to download it for free and you're charging only $100 for that service. What you are doing is a disservice to the photography industry because you are discounting not only your own time, but every other photographer now has to explain why they are worth more than what you are charging when in reality, you should be explaining why you are worth so much less and is it a valid reason 
It's okay to have price differences in businesses. Of course, we're all not going to be priced the same. But when you are severely undercutting a market, you are discounting the value in the industry itself, in the entire market itself. You are bringing down the market and you're making it challenging for others in your same industry to charge more. I see a lot of business creatives who also say that they don't want to charge too much because they want to help small businesses. They want to help those businesses that maybe don't have a lot of funds, don't have a lot of money and couldn't typically afford these types of services. That's great. That's a lofty goal to have, but you don't have to do it by undercutting the market. One way to do it is to have scholarships, right? Let people nominate folks who uh, would benefit from your services, who couldn't typically afford your services. Let them nominate and you pick the winners are and you offer those people a discounted services. I've seen some clients that actually have where they let their they let their existing clients Um, essentially sponsor other clients that may not be able to afford their services because they know how important it is. So they'll just throw in extra money into a bucket, which then allows the service provider to offer their services at a discount rate for certain people who may not otherwise be able to afford it. Those are valuable and real reasons to discount your services, but that doesn't mean that you have to have a standing low price that's undercutting the market. You still wanna show your value and there's ways to offer your services to people who can't afford you in a way that makes sense, but isn't undercutting anyone else. I also want you to remember that not everyone is your client and you might not necessarily be your client as well. A lot of us would not pay how much we charge. And that's okay. A lot of business owners are cheap. We don't want to pay our expensive prices, but you have to find value in what you are offering. And remember that you might not necessarily be the client that you are targeting, that you might actually be targeting someone who is at a different stage of business than you, or who is willing to spend more money than you are for a particular service. So remember, not everyone is your client. You might not be your client, But at the end of the day, it's super important to charge what you are worth. Value is an inherent thing. Value comes from inside of us and it's not dictated to us from other people and from what people are willing to pay for our services. As business owners, we have to communicate why we can charge what we charge, why the services that we offer are valuable. That is what gets people to pay high dollar ticket prices for services when you communicate the value that they are getting for that service. But just remember, you should be pricing your worth because you are definitely worth it. Are you ready to up-level your business? Join the five-day Be Your Own CEO Challenge. All the details are available on the website at www.buy-sasha.com. If you like what you heard, make sure you rate and review. It really helps other people find the show. And of course, follow and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms. Want to follow me on social? I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Strategy by Sasha. Make sure you tune in next Tuesday for more business tips.